Here at Siren Soapbox, we believe that if you wait until something is perfect to share it, then the world may never see it. This episode isn't our best work, but we sure are proud that we put ourselves out there. We are lifelong learners and explorers, and we lead by example. We want our early work to be proof of that. We've learned and grown so much over the last year, and if you're new here, we invite you to listen to our show starting with the most recent episode, then work your way back. You are not alone, because there is strength in sisterhood. No one knows that better than Annie, Becky, Jess, Lauren, Mary, and Tracy. Six lovely sirens who have been through the storms of life and help one another through the other side. Join them in this safe space to unwind with these uniquely minded women as they sound off on a different topic each week with some tips and tricks for everyday quandaries along the way. They don't always agree, but they will always love each other. Now, let's dive into another amazing episode of the Siren Soapbox. Welcome back to Siren Soapbox. Today we are going to dive into Enneagrams. According to your EnneagramCoach.com, Enneagram is, I don't even know if I'm saying this right, and I'm the one that that <laughs> suggested this topic. Am I right, girls? That's right. That's me. <laughs> I think it's Enneagram. Yep. Yeah, I, okay. It's, I'm assuming it's pronounced phonetically. All right. We're going we're gonna to go with that. We're rolling with it. Essentially, it is simply a map for self-discovery, personal growth, based on nine basic personality types. The Enneagram accurately and clearly describes why you think, feel, and behave in particular ways based on your core fears and core desires. The power of the Enneagram is in its ability to harness and transform self-limiting behaviors into life-enhancing personal empowerment. To find out your personality test, go to www.assessment.yourenneagramcoach.com for your free assessment. Before each siren gets on their soapbox to explain their experience with Enneagram and their personality type, I want to play a game. (laughs) We're going to do a mini soapbox and each siren will guess what personality types the other is and why. Here is a brief explanation of each of the nine types according to EnneagramInstitute.com. Okay, now, I'll see. I know I promised that I would raise my hand and I broke that rule just now, but I need to take notes because I don't know what they are, so just remember that. She's saying go (laughs) slow. (laughs) Go slow, okay. Are you recording on your end? Yes, I am recording on my end as well. Because my internet's very unstable today. Okay. All right. Are you paying attention? I am. Number one, the reformer. The reformer is rational, idealistic, principled, purposeful, self-controlled, and perfectionistic. Two, the helper. Caring, interpersonal type. Generous, people-pleasing, and possessive. The achiever, success-oriented, adaptive, excelling, driven, and image-conscious. The individualist, the sensitive, withdrawn type. Expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed, and temperamental. The investigator, the intense, cerebral type. Innovative, secretive, and isolated. 
The loyalist, committed, engaging, responsible, anxious, and suspicious. The enthusiast, the busy, fun-loving type, spontaneous, versatile, distractible, and scattered. The challenger, powerful, self-confident, willful, and confrontational. The peacemaker, easygoing, uh, receptive, reassuring, agreeable, and complacent. All right. Did you get them all, Mer? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I did. I'm just trying to figure out which one I think you are. I'm pretty sure I have Jess nailed. Um, TC, I'm... TC, um... <laughs> and uh, LC, I'm not sure about you yet. I'm not sure. I, uh... You, you, you are a mystery to me, but I have a, I have a guess. It's so obvious to me, but you know, it's me. It's you. <laughs> All right, Jess said she's going to go first. So go ahead, Jess, and when, guess what? When she guesses, we can't say if she's right or not because nobody else has guessed. So poker That's faces. True. All right, so hold on. Oh, I don't have a poker face, so I'm going to be like this. Here's my next here's my next question for this for this particular episode of the Siren Soapbox. Is this our soapbox? Uh, no. Guessing. This is a mini soapbox. Oh. You're just guessing. And are we guessing our non uh, attentive sirens? Um no because they're not here to confirm or deny, but I think that maybe we could have a follow up with them. All right, so since we all have a video, I propose something different. I propose that we all write it down right now. Regardless of what our reaction is, let's we'll try to hide it. But at the end, I want us all to hold up our this is what I, I am. Oh, fuck, Jess, whatever. Oh, I had, like, a whole thing prepared. And yeah, just go with it, Mer. All right, right. fine. <laughs> <laughs> Jess, go for it, girl. Okay. So I think that Elsie is the achiever. Not the image-conscious part of it, because you're definitely not, like, oh, I'm all about image, but just the... um success-oriented, driven, because we all said that nobody vacations like Elsie. And I think... Nobody does vacation like Elsie. That is super true. Trying to find MERS. The one that was, like, impulsive and... Uh, that the enthusiast, fun-loving, versatile, distractible. We discussed that at the beginning of this. <laughs> and then uh, Tracy is the challenger, not the confrontational, but just the confident, decisive, you know what you want, you know what makes you happy. So that's mine. After I don't remember who's after me. Um, after, after me, right? no, oh, Elsie. Elsie. I have to get a different colored marker so that I can write Elsie's responses down. Okay. Elsie, your turn. 
Your turn. We can hear you. What did you guess for TC? Uh, Challenger. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. My internet blinked. All right. So I have it written down for Jess. I think she is the helper because she is caring, generous, and the possessive part made me think of her fiercely loyal. For Murr, I have the challenger because I think she's powerful and self-confident. And I think she can be confrontational, but not in the bad way. I don't think um, she's slowed down at all with having to make hard decisions and hard uh, conversations. And for Tracy, I have the investigator because I think you have to be pretty perceptive of yourself and those around you to be happy. And the isolated part made me think of her living on an island. A rock in the middle of the ocean. Elsie said it first. <gasps> she said it first. <laughs> fuck. I said fuck first. But fuck. Elsie <laughs> say fuck before me. All right. Mur, are you next? <laughs> I am next. Okay. So for Jess, I chose the reformer. Now, remember, girls, these were all based on gut instinct. So I don't have a reason like Elsie does. Um, I chose reformer for Jess. For Elsie, I I kind of struggled with Elsie. I, I was um, toggling between helper and peacemaker, actually. But I do like um, Jess's translation of the Achiever for Elsie. Anyway, TC, I picked. So I have two for you as well. I had a hard time. I picked Achiever initially, but not the image part. The same thing that Jess said for Elsie, I thought for TC, because she doesn't give a shit about her image. I mean, to some extent, but, you know, she's not image driven. And the second one that I picked for TC was Challenger. So those are all my gut instinct picks. And now we're on to TC. All right. Um, for LC, I picked the Helper, which is number two. And um, I didn't write down all the reasons, but I did actually read every type and picked who I thought everyone was. For Jess, I picked the Peacemaker, and for um, Merhaj, I picked the Individualist, number four, and yeah, that's it. Those are the three. Your soapbox was much quicker than mine. So then let's swing back around to Jess and go ahead and you got your two minute soapbox, babe. Get, tell us what you are. So I am the helper. Elsie got that one right. <laughs> oh, good job, Elsie. So it says that I am 94% a helper, but I'm also somehow 83% the entertaining optimist. Hmm. I don't know how you're 83% at the same time, but I'm also 83% the peaceful mediator, which I guess is type nine. So I have pretty high percentages in seven and nine as well, which are 
the enthusiast and the peacemaker. So I think TC said peacemaker. So you were, you were pretty right on that one too. So, uh, yeah, that test is definitely spot on though. Like in the dis actual description of each one when it breaks it down. Yeah. Has it helped you at all yet? Well, I mean, like I was saying yesterday, I took it at work and I don't know if it was so much helpful for the, the work life. Um, cause I took it, it was last year, a year before when I took it at work. Um, the disc thing was more helpful for my work life, but, um, it definitely helped me had some insight, you know, it says that type two seek satisfaction by trying to help because deep down they struggle believing that they are loved and wanted by people in their life. So wait, yeah. is that a description of you? Well, that's what it says. Type twos are. I, I often feel like I, pour a lot into my relationships and sometimes it's like um what about me I need to be loved too oh okay good to know. So, that is good to know I'm, I'm, I'm making a note about that I'm very needy wow I get that girl <laughs> so yeah that's I mean that's what I have Cool. Is it my turn? Yes. All right. So I am, drum roll please, a type seven. I'm the enthusiast, uh, busy, <laughs> busy, fun-loving, spontaneous, distractible, scattered type. Uh, my first introduction to this was with my online therapist that we talked about in episode 14, Lessons Learned in Therapy. I think this was the only positive experience I had from my therapist, and um, it helped me learn about myself and my husband's type and my son's type, which my son is also a type 7. Um, but she had me do this very early on, so I think this is how she was figuring out who I was. Uh, and it was right before this online couples date night thing through your Enneagram coach. And of course they were trying to sell you like this hundred dollar program. Um, but on this online date night thing, they talked about each of the different types and how they work together as a couple. And my husband's a type one. He's the reformer, perfectionist, principled. Um, like when I told him this, I said profession, I don't know. I said something and then he corrected me and I'm like, yep, totally a type one. Anyway, and they went through the whole list of types and then they get to type seven. I'm like, woohoo. And then the online coach was like, if you're sitting next to a type seven right now, they just cheered for themselves. <laughs> and we're just like, wow, there's something to be said about these personality types um, and how accurate it is. And it's been really, it's been powerful for me. Although sometimes it can be used negatively in this house. Like today when I was doing the dishwasher I got a you type seven all over the dishwasher because, you know, I'm just spontaneous. Um, but I do believe that my fears are being limited and bored and missing out and trapped in emotional pain. And I am motivated by a variety of experiences and enjoying life. Hence my epic vacations. <laughs> and there's my two minutes. 
So I guess it's my turn, and I um, am not going to get the shut it up because I got two minutes, bitches. Suck it up, buttercup. Anyway, you might be surprised to learn that I also am a type seven. Um, Ooh, I was right. I am, <laughs> you were. Um, I am the enthusiast, and let's see. I think you are the only one who picked that for me. Good job, Jess. I am just now catching up after a weird week of um, weirdness, and I'm kind of reading through it. So the the title of the Type Seven is the um, something optimist. Oh, here it is, the entertaining optimist, and I think that's hilarious because I am always striving to see the bright side of things. Almost to a point that it sometimes feels like I'm ignoring, not not ignoring reality, but I'm just kind of like, all right, here's an example. When I used to smoke, I stepped out on my back deck one day and uh, Mac, the old guy next door, oh my God, I love Mac. He was outside smoking. He's like 80 years old. And he's like, man, what about that plane that went down out of Panama? And I was like... It lost an airplane, like an airplane's missing. You'd think somebody would know that, but you know, I just don't because I like to uh, look at the jar. I'm, I'm sticking with the jar as half full and uh, based on my limited knowledge of Enneagrams, I agree so far. I'm waiting for people to ask me more questions so you can get deeper into my brain. TC, it's Do you want to go there? Oh, I do. Um, so I totally I know about you guys. The first half of yours. What are you? I'm a seven. Whoa! <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay, sorry. My internet sucks. That's all Tuesday, right. I'd love to hear what you are. Interestingly enough, I am. A type seven. <gasps> so the description, like I printed up a different description and it calls sevens the enthusiasts. And it says sevens are defined by their desire to experience everything life has to offer while avoiding pain and boredom. They appear to others to be lively, fun, loving, and hedonistic. And um, someone I used to work with used to call me the queen of hedonism. And yeah, that was my nickname for a while from one of my colleagues. So anyway, um, sevens are often very busy people who bounce from one activity to another in their quest to squeeze every possible bit of enjoyment out of life. And so the reason that I do think this describes me is because I'm the girl who buys a boat because I want to live on a boat. And moves to an island because I want to live by the sea. Like I, I absolutely am completely determined to squeeze every bit of enjoyment out of life all the time. So that part really describes me. Um, yeah, my second one though was an eight and I was, I was 94%, I'm sorry, I was 97% a type seven. And I was 74% a type eight. I wasn't Which, totally wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me either. So there you go. 
Are you done? Is that your whole soapbox? Yeah. Oh, good, because I'm ready to talk. So, Tracy, my number two was also a type eight. Trary. Well, yeah, exactly. What were your percents, Marhaj? And your voice is quiet all of a sudden, so get yeah, closer. You're oh, quiet. sorry, I was far away from the microphone. Um, still far away, still quiet. What's happening? Still. What? What about now? Is this better? Mm. No. Huh. All right. Well, you guys chat. I'll figure that out. <laughs> Elsie, so, you've got your angry face on again. Frozen. She's frozen. There you go. It's back. Don't ever bother me anyway. <laughs> I can't figure out why my microphone has decided to be quiet all of a sudden. So Too far away. Right. Stay close to your microphone and talk. I don't know how much closer you want me to get to this microphone, Tracy Cole. <laughs> I'm pretty fucking close. Whoa. <laughs> that is a different type of podcast. Right. <laughs> But I do have pointers for that podcast. Can you really not talk about percentage? Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, I thought you said it was super quiet. It was. It's not now. I guess I have to do this then. All right. So my percentages are 69% (laughs) type 7 and 57% type 8. Wow, those are low. Yeah, I don't have a very high commitment to anything. I think my lowest and my... So, so not a surprise. Right. So sixty nine, <laughs> 69% is my highest commitment to anything. And 37% is my lowest. What is, what's, what's your lowest, friends? My lowest is number four, by the way, um, individualist, which is what Tracy thought I was. I'm only 37% an individualist. My lowest is 46%, and that's type 8. Wow. The challenger. I can see that being your lowest. My lowest is the loyal guardian, type 6, at 29%. Tracy, I love you, and I completely understand that just based on the title. Elsie, what's your lowest? Yeah, I did this. I did this over the summer, and uh, you, you have know, an email. Search your email for it, girl. I can barely keep up with you guys on this podcast right now. I ain't got no internet. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, but I actually I took the test again to see, like, am I still a type seven, like? I don't know, six, eight months later, and I was, and I still didn't even look at the other percentages. <laughs> she so was so excited to be an enthusiast that she couldn't look any further. I, um, well, I just printed the results so that I would have them, um, but I that's guess smart. that's that's the uh, organized whatever category that falls in number in me. Mar, I have three sixty nines. Oh my god, that's so much better than me. Unbelievable. I have like pretty high percentages in like everything, I think. 
Okay, so I know this is a little off topic, but I just want to say for a minute that for the last few weeks on the soapbox, we've kind of felt like there are um, four of us and three of us think very similarly. And the idea of, you know, needing to have guests on to kind of change a perspective a little bit. And I want to just go on the record saying that this Enneagram test solidified that gut feeling that we had. About <laughs> I think what she's saying is she's trying to fucking replace me. No, God, no, that You're is the most not important what I'm one saying. here. Yes, you can't leave. Challenge to you type sevens. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think you're not a challenger. That's your lowest percentage. You yeah, no, non seven. Yeah, I think what she's saying is there are seven type or seven. Ooh, that's too many type sevens. There are three type sevens, <laughs> and we don't want you to feel singled out. And you need some backup, girl. <laughs> It's, oh my it's so seven of us to think there are type sevens and non-type sevens. <laughs> Trixie agrees. <laughs> Trixie. He's a type seven too. She, right. she is a type seven. She likes to be the center of attention. Does that say it anywhere in the type seven that that's what they like? Center of attention? No, the individualist says that. That's why I thought that's oh, what you were. Oh, is that why you picked that? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you why. The individualist says, defined by their sense of being special and different from other people, they are creative and present a unique, distinctive persona to the people around them. Hmm. Number four. Oh my gosh, that was my lowest. That's so bizarre because that does feel like. Listen, it could listen to, to these descriptions, Merhaj. Distinctive okay. inner and outer presentation, glasses. Prominent artistic outlet, journals. Quirky and endearing, everything about you. Melancholic <laughs> expression every winter. Strong sense of identity, 100%. May feel a sense of emptiness, yes, sometimes. And passionate about self-expression. I don't know. I thought that was you. That is very interesting because I would say that that's pretty descriptive of how I, I would describe myself that way, actually. Mari, you need to get fresh with your microphone again. I am. Um, that's I, fresh. I would have described myself that way. That's interesting. Yeah. See, I wonder if like the combination of your top three, four, or five personalities really nails your personality down. Well, that was another thing I, somebody said earlier about the percentages. I don't know how that's going to happen. What do those percentages mean? Did anybody read about that? I think the percentages mean that you answered that percentage of the questions for that type you, you chose. Like, you 90, agreed with yeah 97% of the of the for me I'm 97% seven 97% of the time when I was given an enthusiast type question I chose it which is why these are totaling up to more than 100% because they're based on their own when this was presented mm -hmm. I chose it this percentage of the time 
I, well, all right. And maybe I'm overthinking this, but with that, no, never mind. Because it was only interesting like, too. on, on this one that I printed up and I don't even know what site this is, but it says, um, for each one, it says how rare are this, the Enneagram, whatever number and the type sevens, um, are found to make up approximately 9% of the population. Oh my God. And three of us found each other. <laughs> Jess, how lucky are you? you? Jess, Jess, this is like a four leaf clover. What? Any, yeah. Poor Jess. She's surrounded by, let's do it. And let's do this. <laughs> let's do this. Be alone. <laughs> but my core fears are being rejected and unwanted. So I'm like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> That's why it works. <laughs> oh, Jess, I want to also go on the record to say I don't think that there's a single thing that could come out of your mouth that would ever make me want to reject you or not want you. Same. So this is basically Mrs. Pride, which I don't know if I feel like that's true. Uh, hold on. Pause. I think it's true. And I only, not that you're, I know you'd be a super prideful person, but based on earlier podcasts, Going back to the um, I can hold a grudge thing. Yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. I think Ooh, grudges. Yeah. I think grudge and pride are cousins. They might be BFFs. Do you guys uh, remember my it. my favorite movie? What my favorite movie was? Yes, ma'am. That's and, what I was going to say. And a, a, a fellow type seven is Jim Carrey. <gasps> no way! I He's love one him. of the nine percent. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> this also explains why. Wait, can we say this, Jess? Are you going to be super sad if the world knows that you get annoyed with Jim Carrey? I already said it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said it in another podcast. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, good. And also, just oh, throw out there that I've never seen Christmas Story. And wait, first of all, that's my favorite Christmas movie. So you're wrong. Um. That's all I want to say. I started out with a list, but I ended after one thing. <laughs> Not so much a list, is it? No. Not all so right. much a list. Let, let's talk statistics here, though. There are nine personality types. <laughs> so they're going to all be around 10%, right? Well, some of them, like uh, number the nines, are 14%. What's type oh, two? Okay. Type two. Ahead. I bet that's fifteen. Fifteen percent oh, of women are type twos. Oh. Wow, I feel like that makes sense. But wait, yeah. that's a low. Wait, so of all women who take this test, fifteen percent of them make up the helper population. Like, like, um, LC was saying, if there are nine different types and you, and they're evenly distributed, I mean, if there were 10 types, then 10% of people would be each, if it was evenly distributed. So it makes sense. Yeah. 
It is interesting. Have you guys done this with your spouses, significant others yet? I did. Well, I did mine about um, 30 seconds before we started the show. So, no, I haven't shared it with Mark yet. I am going to, though, because I'm curious to see what his is. So, Elsie, you said that you and Jack did this together. Do you think that it has has had a positive impact on your relationship with him, knowing his Enneagram type and him knowing yours? Overall, yes, um, because we're able to understand our personality types and what drives us and what our fears are. Although, like, it's and it's in a joking way. Like, I don't mean it in a negative way, but, you know, when I do the dishes, I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> they're going to get in there. They're going to get clean. It doesn't have to be in a certain order, and he is the... He's the reformer, so they have to go in according to the guidelines that are in the manual. And I'm like, who reads the the fucking manual for a dishwasher? <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, and it helps us to be a little bit more forgiving and understanding with each other. So I think it helps. Yeah, that's, um, I think that. So did Dino do it, TC? He did, and he is also a type seven. That is so interesting. Mark's, there's no way Mark is going to be a type seven. I'll have to get back with you. I promise to um, respond to the whole world in a comment on the social medias <laughs> about what Mark's Enneagram, his prominent Enneagram is. He doesn't know that I made that promise, but whatever. Okay, did, you, did you hear me say Dino is a type seven? No, there are two type sevens together. Wow. <laughs> I wonder how, like, have you read how they interact with each other in a relationship? No, I looked that up, um, and I looked up how they are in a relationship, type sevens, but I didn't look at a seven-seven relationship, so I have to look that up. Yeah, if you go to your Enneagram coach, they give a free profile, again, with the hope that you buy the $100 one eventually, but the little information they do give is still very valuable. So what did it, Tracy, what you said that you found, um, something about being in relationships for num- with number sevens. What did it say? Um, type, so the Enneagram coach has it too. It says type sevens can also struggle in relationships, becoming scattered, uncommitted and, un- and unreliable people close to them may get frustrated when they feel they value new experiences and things more than them. Their tendencies can hinder emotional depth, which often involves walking through challenging emotions and pain together. So I don't know that I really agree with that. I feel like um, once I get into a relationship, I'm pretty committed to it. Yeah, I would agree with that about you. I'm trying to find what a 7-7 mix is. Well, I thought it was just saying that, like, somebody who's in a relationship with a seven would feel like the, the seven is wanting to do more experiences. So it would make sense that it works for you and Dino because you both value the same things. Yeah. And we do like when we travel together, um, we both, um, often we, we don't like to have a plan when we like to find new things. We set, um, we set travel goals, like sometimes a goal might be to find a positive message and take a picture of it every single day 
we we always have goals that one time we had a we called it a six pack goal and we had to go to six bars and drink a drink in each bar um so we always set you know yeah we do travel really well together and adventure together and that's what we call it adventuring so it makes sense that we're both sevens it also makes sense that two sevens would find each other on a a rock in the middle of the Caribbean Sea. <laughs> that true. makes sense. Yeah. I bet that there are a lot of um, people who have moved to the island that may be sevens. That would also make sense. It does make sense, actually. And it's, Yeah. I would venture to say, and I don't know, there's a diagram. I would say that ones and sevens are probably polar opposites. <laughs> and in a lot of ways that we complement each other. And when we figure out our groove, like, you know, we make lists on vacations on things we want to do and we plan it out. And he's got a very adventurous side and it's okay. We planned it out and we got to do this thing. And I'm usually the planner though. Like, so I don't know if we're just rubbing off on each other or what, but when we've obviously we've had our, our bumpy paths and growing pains, but sometimes the opposites attract thing really works there. I don't know. So this, um, one of the sentences I'm looking at a seven, seven pairing and it says gratitude for the relationship and for finding each other is the guiding spirit, which I think is really true about um about me and Dino like I can't tell I you know. I can't tell you how many times a day we send each other a text that says I'm I'm so thankful or I'm a very lucky girl or you know stuff like that so I, I think that makes sense I'll look up a seven one um I was gonna say look up a seven <gasps> I was gonna throw out a number but I have no idea what mark is yet <laughs> I'll send him this link tonight. Hopefully, um, hopefully we'll be able to psychoanalyze that at a later date. I did just yeah. look again, and I want to point out that my second result was eighty-three percent type seven. So apparently, oh, wow. oh, nice! Welcome That's to the crazy. You know, I'm actually not surprised by that because I was surprised to learn that you are moving to Hawaii. I, I didn't picture you as that sort of adventurous. I, I knew that you were a diver and I knew that you like to volunteer at the aquarium, but I didn't know, I didn't realize that you were that type of adventurer, I guess. So I was surprised worry, to learn I'll that about you. funny before I do it, so. <laughs> That's exciting. Oh my God. Do we have a whole All bunch right, of seven? So... That is really exciting. And I'm going to change the subject because I don't want to think about just moving. Mm, good idea. Type 1, 7, Enneagram Institute, compliment and kind of a reciprocal relationship, opposites who bring something to the other person to achieve new growth and drive each other by playing on each other's weaknesses. Uh, da, 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 sevens are spontaneous, high energy, and curious. Uh yeah, basically what I just said before. And yeah, it's what you, yeah, you right. could write this stuff. Yeah, yeah, you could. 
So, Mar, what did you thought Mark was a seven too? Oh no, I don't think Mark oh. is a seven. That's I, what I thought um, I heard. No, I, I think he is not a seven, and that's as far as I'll go as to guessing what he is because he's in the him. back room and he can hear me. Text him the test right now. See if he'll take it. Yes. It doesn't, it doesn't take that long. <laughs> <laughs> he just popped out and went. Yeah, we want to know your number. What's your number is? What's your number, Mark? Mark, what's your number? <laughs> oh, my God. Mark, text him the freaking test. Dude, I have to find it first. You need to calm the F down. Just took calm. it like 30 seconds before you got on. Calm the F train down. That's, that's, my, uh, yes. that's, my, that's my challenger number eight coming out in me. Text him now. <laughs> Jessica. Right. What? What is Ben? Do you know? I don't do know. You, I'm actually guesses? right now to have a guess. Text him. That's not a seven. I can tell you that. <laughs> Mary's muted. <laughs> I'm texting it too. I'm trying to find it again. So much work. I would guess that Ben is. Oh, which one is it? I'm guessing a six, but. The so six had a different name for every side I looked it up. Six was called the skeptic oh, no. on one, the loyalist on one, and the guardian on one. Interesting. Or five. Or looks distracted. Trying to find the thing to send it to... Oh, a five, the investigator. Or that. Oh, that's what I was looking for, the secretive part, because I think I've seen your husband, Ola, five times in the 15 years we've known each other. No, more than, like, 17 years. So, secretive to me feels like it has a negative context, though, or a negative connotation. Maybe it's not. A secretive just, like, keeps to yourself in this scenario. I can roll my R's better when I've had fewer beers. That's interesting. I also want to know what the percentage of ADHD people are that are a type seven. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I'll be doing something and I'll switch and Dean will look at me and go squirrel. And guess what I do when he does that? <laughs> What? what I bust out in the song, you know, I wish that I had Jesse Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Where can I find a rodent like that? <laughs> so, I used to work with Tracy, and there would frequently be meetings where she was having, like, it might have be just like. Tracy and me or Tracy and Christian and me and Tracy would be having like multiple thoughts and you had to keep up with her. It would like, you have to like almost be able to, you had to like jump back into that conversation because she, she would do that. Her conversations would be like jumpery. 
It's how I feel when I'm listening to you, Mer. <laughs> Especially tonight. This is this is a bad night, isn't it? Guys, yeah, I have Eleanor Roosevelt, uh, Barry Manilow, Dolly Parton. <gasps> you have Dolly? I got Dolly. Damn it. Who are some other number sevens? My my fellow number sevens. Lionel Richie, Stevie Wonder. Ooh, get all like the soulful people. That makes sense to me. All right, here are the fellow number sevens. Elton John. What? John F. Kennedy. Miley Cyrus. (laughs) Duh. Britney Britney Spears. Russell Brand, Katy Perry, Robin Williams, Jerry, yes! yes, Cameron Diaz, Eddie Murphy, Richard Branson, Steven Spielberg, Yes, O'Brien, Liz Taylor, Moana. Moana, Moana, the Disney character, Moana. <laughs> Is Moana real? She has a personality, and I will take it. You guys have Fred Astaire. You didn't mention Fred Astaire. As a seven? Yeah. This makes sense to me. This all makes sense to me. I didn't see Fred Astaire. Do you know Detective Jake Peralta? (gasps) Yeah, I know him. I know him. He's a seven. Yeah. Yeah. Mark. Detective Jake Peralta is a seven, and so am I. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah? That was his response. I see Mark eating and not taking the test. Um, I know. What you, the heck? Mark, you, take a test. Tell him. You see Mark eating and looking at his phone. I don't know if he's taking a test. I am. Oh, he is. See? Yes. Yeah. What? I do not like these questions. I know. They're stupid. He just said, I don't like these questions. They're dumb because you'll like read them. things in one thing. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm and this and this, but not this and this. Exactly. That's what we said, too. <laughs> See? Same problems. This Enneagram's weird. But sometimes you have to pick the other one. If there's yeah, stuff think, on there that I doesn't I think that's what happen. happens when you take the test under pressure and people are watching you. <laughs> <laughs> that's all Maybe. Sarah Mark. Well, he, I don't think he cares that you guys are staring at him. <laughs> Do you? He, he just stared right back. I don't think you can see it, though. <laughs> he probably can't hear what we're saying. You're wearing headphones. Oh, he definitely can't hear what you're saying. So that makes it even uh, better for me. Connor oh, could hear Connor could he hear can? you laughing in the other room, Mary Hodge. Well, he just said that he can, in fact, hear you. So clearly my headphones are really loud. Clearly, I'm a type 7, and I'm loud. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Now, by the end of our recordings, my cheeks hurt because I'm smiling. I know. Isn't that a good thing? Here's a church. Here's a steeple. Squid. Octopus. That's four fingers. Eight. I mean, four times two. I don't know. Oh. (gasps) Oh. Um, all right. So off topic a little bit. Has anyone, has anyone on this call done lionfish hunting? Yes. Is it, 
I want to, too. Is that something that can be done in St. Croix? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I want to make sure. We have well, guns. So we'll take you. Yes. I am so excited. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'm leaving in two days to go to an island where my friend lives. Going to rock in the middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Where they Show have better in. internet than Lebanon, Ohio, Cincinnati, Bell. Calling you out. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I think that's fair. Girls. Girls. Also off topic. I was scammed. Oh, you were? $34 and some change. So I told Jess $35 came out of my account. And I called. Because it's set up kind of like Netflix, like a, you know, subscription, whatever. So I called and they're like, put in your credit card number. And I was like, nope. And, you know, wait, you know, put in your reference number to talk to a English speaking person. So it took 10 minutes to finally get an English speaking person. And I was like. She's like, hi, how can I help you? I'm like, before we go any further, what company are you with? Oh, I represent 100 companies. Okay, well, I've been scammed, and I'm not giving you my credit card number. Here's my reference number. We're all legitimate companies. How can you say that for 100 companies, they're all legit? So I gave her my, <laughs> I gave her my reference number, and the bitch hung up on me. <laughs> And then Jack comes in from the other room. He's like, honey, they are scammers. Why do you keep thinking? Why do you keep giving them chances <laughs> thinking <laughs> <laughs> that they're not trying to scam you? And I'm like, I don't know. She seemed nice on the phone. So I called Fifth Third. Until she hung up on you? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So I called Fifth Third, and I did not tell them today that they made my day at Fifth Third worse. <laughs> um, she... She's like, how can I help you? And she knew right away the account I was talking about. And she's like, all right, we're just going to cut up that card. We're getting new numbers. I'm like, that's great. And she's like, I got a number for you. Um, Get ready to write it down. And I'm like, okay, hold on. You think I'd be more prepared than this? And I'm like, no, you don't think that. You know I got scammed. (laughs) Because I started the call with, I'm a dummy and I got scammed. (laughs) And she's like, oh, okay. That is hilarious. So I'm glad they made, did they make your day of fifth third better? That's what I want to know. Since yes. you brought it up, I have to go there. Thank you. Yeah, today I'm they glad. did. <laughs> Good. Thank God. Today Thank they goodness. Did. But we need to get the author of Begin With Yes on so that I can fake yell at him for this odd situation I had this week. <laughs> no, you yeah. can't fake yell at him. No, you can't. We're getting this dude on the show. You got to be nice to him, Elsie. Okay, but I will tell fact, them I was one of the dummies. Cut that out of this episode. Oh, that does suck. I, I that does. It's a security breaches are kind of a nightmare recently. It's like people got Why bored so during bad? the pandemic and went like they got they figured out how to break into firewalls. They're like, well, I guess we can't go anywhere. So let's figure out how to steal people's data. And they did. They were, they're good at it. This has been well, a, quite a year. 
<laughs> I want to use this platform to at least spread the mes- message that I thought it was legit. It looked real. Like the Paul guy, he looked legit. And then the Holderness family did it. And then Jess was like, it's a fake account because she noticed like there was something off. So these people are like feeding off of your posts. Your interests and your beliefs and your, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's the thing. That's how they get you. Mark, it's what percentage not- are you at? 25. How many? 25. 25? <laughs> Dude, he's going to be taking this test for one million years. We're going to have to like... I'm going to have to put in an addendum at the end of this or respond in a fucking text post or something afterwards. We can't wait for Mark Demko to finish this. He's definitely not a seven because I think he would have finished by now if he was. I'm going to go Mark, with... Mark, we love you. Did you hear that? Jeff said, Mark, we love you. Mark, did you he hear what me. you just said? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with... Mark is, I don't know. I wasn't thinking about him when you guys were saying stuff. I was thinking about the sirens. So I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll have to get back to you with what my guess is and what he actually is. And I will guess it before he tells me. I promise. Pinky swear. All right. Well, Pinky do we have, right, now. right. Do we have a challenge or a question for our suds this week? We didn't talk about that. Uh, oh, what? What's their Enneagram type? What's your Enneagram? Yeah, that makes total sense. Tracy, are you throwing hoodies over your face because you're tired and you're yawning? <laughs> Is there another personality test we should do? I oh, recommend more personality tests to us. The more, the more <laughs> we can, um, so, the more we can, um, Oh my God, you guys. I Put ourselves know. in little bitty boxes? That's not what I was going to say. What I was going to say is the more we can categorize ourselves as three identical people and one friend who loves us and is afraid of losing us and afraid of us not approving of her worth, then uh, yeah, let's know what those are. One very insecure siren up in the corner here. <laughs> in, all, in all reality... The siren who's not a number seven has a higher percentage in seven than Merhaj, who is a seven. That's true. That's a good point. And I, um, such a needed like cog in our machine, I think. So glad that we have you, you non number seven. I still want to know Elsie's percent and her lowest percent. So you're going to have to fish around in your email later and find that. Yeah. I'll look for that later. That's what she said. And I can't wait. Mary, are you uploading this to YouTube? I will. I will upload it to the Ubes. That's short for YouTube. (laughs) So she can see her annoyed face? Yeah. Oh, I just snorted. Y'all, I worked with Elsie for like seven years, and this is definitely her annoyed face. There it is. I see it right now. Yeah, I'll upload this to the Ubes. I don't know if you heard that part. <laughs> That's our annoyed face on freeze mode. Love you, Elsie. Yeah. Say something. Hurry. 
What just happened? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Elsie, I think you're back. Do you have anything you want to say to our sons before we (laughs) sign off? I thought we already signed off. (laughs) Do it then. Until next time, dive in, stay curious, and be happy. You've been listening to another episode of Siren Soapbox. Before you go, please show your support by subscribing and leaving an honest review for the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay connected to the Sirens on Facebook at Siren Soapbox. And if you haven't already, tell your community about the Siren Soapbox so they can join this thriving sisterhood too. Thank you and catch you on the next episode.